frosty thoughts now today i'm gonna be kind of starting something a little different so i was kind of looking at other movie reviewers other kind of people that look at movies and discuss that kind of thing and i was thinking to myself well what's kind of one thing that a lot of them have in common or what's kind of one of their more popular series of videos and then i realized it's talking about really really bad movies and i didn't necessarily want to do that as much as i actually do i didn't want it to seem like white noise i just didn't want it to really seem like a thing um oh it's just another <clears throat> another like worst movies of all time so i thought of something else it always interests me when a movie gets a lot of backlash like a lot of public backlash not necessarily from the movie itself but even from when the trailer or the idea drops for it like the 2016 ghostbusters the one with an all-female cast is to this day the most disliked movie trailer on youtube um and i'll probably get into that one some other time um but something i want to make clear as just kind of a disclaimer i'm not looking at these to try and find the worst movies i'm looking at these to try and find if these movies deserving of the hate of the backlash that they garnered either from the trailer either from the from some decisions or from the movie itself so i'm calling this kind of i don't know what you want to call it mini series something mum m-u-m most unpopular movies and i thought a great kind of infamous one to start us off is the last airbender the movie adaptation not the great show so let's actually talk about the show um so the animated show came out in 2005 and had three seasons and then it ended um and it was a nickelodeon show it had kind of an anime art style to it not um too anime without kind of being in my opinion unenjoyable i don't like anime i see no good things to be gained from it but that's a topic for another video um and something to kind of keep in mind is actually when i was reminding myself of the date for it it was labeled as the genre as a comedy keep that in mind the show is a comedy because yes it handled kind of some mature themes and had kind of an overarching story of war and genocide it was a kid's show nonetheless, so it was able to draw in all audiences. In 2010, M. Night Shyamalan, the director of such movies as The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Split, The Village, and then some of his more infamous stuff, The Happening, Lady in the Water, it's really hit or miss with his movies. He made the 2010 live-action adaptation. Now, it was already pretty tricky because you had to fit in a single, a, a season of a show into a single movie because, because that's, I guess that's what he wanted to do. Um, and so I sat down and rewatched this one because I, I want to rewatch the movies um, kind of in the Mum series just so that I'm I go into it fresh, like I know ex 
exactly what the movie is about, and I can make my talking points. So, something I noticed before I even started, it's an hour and 43 minutes. That's not terribly long, especially when you're adapting an entire season of a show. I thought that was a weirdly short its source material, but here's the thing, you should be able to solely watch the movies, solely read the books, do a little bit of both, and be fine either way you go. With this, if you watch the show, you'll get it, only so you can be enraged. Um, you won't get it if you haven't seen the show, and if you do get it and have seen the show, it's just gonna make you angry how they've just butchered the source material. Um, and then, uh, what else do I have down in my notes? Oh yeah, the pronunciation. So in the show, um, Avatar is pronounced Avatar. Say it with me, Avatar. In the opening narration, we're kind of hinted at as what this movie is going to be when the narrator, one of the main characters, pronounces it Avatar. because oh god is it bad <clears throat> and so there's just a lot of expositional narration throughout the entire thing and it's not a single narrator it switches narrators every now and then which I found to be distracting and quite annoying none of them had really voices you wanted to listen to narration works well when it gives you something that you can't just tell by looking at the movie, that you can't just tell by kind of listening to a conversation. Shawshank Redemption, which if you haven't seen, go watch it, it's amazing, handles narration really well. First of all, they got Morgan Freeman to be the narrator, and that man has a voice like Golden Honey. It's a weird metaphor that no one's used before. And not only do we get kind of his narration helps move the plot, but it also kind of gives us gives gives us his inner thoughts. This narration, I can guarantee you that every detail, every plot thread is probably repeated three to four times. Because the problem is, they think they have to keep repeating exposition and information to characters that don't know it, even though we in the audience have been told this two times already. That makes sense, kind of, for the characters, but it gets so annoying for us, as for you, as the audience. Um, and so let's get kind of to the whitewashing now. So, like I said, it is based off, it, it is an American animated show, but it has a kind of an anime style to it. Um, and very few of the characters in the show are actually kind of Caucasian, are white. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
and try not be political in this or anything, but two of the main characters, um, so two main characters were introduced to first in both the show and the movie are um, Soka and Tara, and they are from the Southern Water Tribe. I should probably kind of explain the premise if you haven't seen the show or heard or seen the show or seen the movie. So essentially there are four different types of benders and bender is someone who has control over an element and like can use that for like combat and, and stuff. Works really well in the show as a cartoon. It could have worked well if they handled it well. And essentially now the Fire, Na- Fire Nation, like the main bad guys, have started invading everywhere else. And um, in kind of a southern water tribe, Soka and Tara, some of our main characters, discover Aang. In the movie, they call him Ung. Do, do you like that name, Ung? It's a letter away from being Dung. Ung is not how you make a character likable. It's, oh god, it's just... The fact that they just had to watch like 10 minutes of the first episode of the first season of the show to know how to pronounce the characters just shows you that they didn't care. It's, it's just so bad. Um, and so they find him big ball of ice and they really yada yada kind of how the ice formed something about a ball of air they actually give a whole episode to it in the show um which is another thing i think there were 15 to 20 something episodes in the first season you can't fit that into an hour and a half essentially movie there's just no director. I don't care if you got Steven Spielberg, Quentin Tarantino, and Martin Scorsese in, in a room, and they work nonstop. Not even they could, could have done that. I don't know what the decision between the movie was. Is it money? My my guess is on money. <laughs> um, and they keep pronouncing his his name wrong, Ung, because a lot of the times what happens is that they keep introducing themselves. There's so many introductions in this movie. Hi, I'm Ung. Oh, hi, I'm Tara or Tara. I don't know because I can't pronounce anything. And so there's a lot of narration and it's really common for characters to like explain everything so there should really be a thing like show don't tell um, let's see what's a good example um let's say someone let's say there's like a let's say there's a movie and it's on a character who their one of their parents just died and they're at their funeral and they they put their hand on the casket and start crying a, a little. So essentially what this movie would have done with that is the crying character over the parent with the hand already on the casket would have been, I'm so sad at the loss of my parent. 
Now I don't have a parent anymore. It's... Uh, it ruins everything you could possibly have because you're insulting the intelligence of your audience by constantly telling them everything. They completely swap the one rule on its head of show don't tell. They're telling without showing and it doesn't work. And you get mad at the movie because the movie thinks you're really dumb. So then we're introduced as kind of Aang. I'm not calling him Ang. I actually like the show and I'm gonna respect the show and the source material and not this really bad movie and call him Aang. So Sokka and Tara bring Aang back to their village where they are closely pursued by the Fire Lord, who's like the main lord of fire, I guess it's actually pretty explanatory. Um, the his son, Prince Zuko. And a rush plot. Um, oh, so remember how I said that the show was labeled as a comedy? This movie has nothing funny to it except for some of the dialogue, and not because it was written in a humorous way, because it was so bad and delivered with such a stale performance that I laughed out loud by myself while watching this movie, which is not something I do often, not even really for funny movies. Um, and, ah, uh, this is, so, yeah, it's labeled as a comedy, and the thing is, these are kids, we're following groups of children, because the show knew when to take itself seriously, and when not to. Be There's no... The couple, they have some comic relief characters that actually did end up having, like, plots and arcs on the show, but they're not funny in this because there are no attempts at jokes. I think there are two, and I think they're the same joke of a guy getting wet, and it's not funny. I don't think even a child would find it funny. I don't know who the joke is for. It's not for us, because clearly this movie doesn't care about the audience. Um, and a lot of the other notes I had, just kind of a lot of logical stuff. Um, oh, let's get to one of the great scenes. So, they... So, kind of, our main trio goes to an Earth village, because they're earthbenders, too, and they're kind of being oppressed by the fire people. And so, they get captured, and Aang gives this super motivational, inspirational speech. It's something along the lines of, Earthbenders, there is ground beneath you. it. That's more or less what his speech was. And so what happens is he reveals himself to be the last airbender. Yeah, he, he so he is the last airbender because it was like prophesized that the next avatar, the avatar is someone who can control all four elements, um, that he would be an airbender. So all the other airbenders are dead because the Fire Nation wanted to kill them. 
so he, he reveals himself to be the avatar and then the fire nation people kind of start fighting back the problem though is that so there's one first of all the way that they do bending the way that they control the elements is they do about 10 hand movements like and then something happens and it seems more like an interpretive dance than anything moving on then there's this one scene where the, so the earthbenders are fighting back against the fire the firebenders and you, the camera pans over and you see a group of six guys and they're like doing like a bunch of movements and you're like wow they're gonna be six earthbenders have to do something in unison it's gonna be something cool it's gonna be something epic a rock about the size of a fist slowly floats across the screen and I remember laughing at that because to see even though it was done in about 10 seconds to see such a build up with such an anticlimactic finish it was a rock one of them could have just as easily thrown it it probably would have been faster and more effective Ugh. and something that goes on for a while is that it constantly i'm um i'm the av i'm sorry not avatar it's avatar because this is M. Night Shyamalan's Last Airbender, where we pronounce everything wrong. Now, I just want to say, I don't personally have anything against M. Night Shyamalan. I'm sure he's a fine guy, and I do love some of his movies. I love The Sixth Sense. I love Unbreakable. Um, I love Split. I, I like The Village. Um, but I don't know what happened with this one. It was just so bad. So, there's more narration, and I know I just said that, but that's more or less our transition for everything. We were at the Earth place. Now we're at the Water place. Uh, stop using narration. There's some really bad green screens. I will give them credit. This is not a good thing. It's just saying that something they did to a mediocre extent they didn't actually use that many green screens. The ones that they did use, you can easily tell though. And then there's just, there's some odd changes in tone at times. There's this one scene where Aang gets captured and then this blue spirit guy in a mask helps him escape. But it almost seems like we're supposed to be creeped out or something. I just, and then there's another scene where an arrow comes by and like hits the blue spirit guy who's like wearing a mask in the mask like in the cheek and then we even see that it doesn't pierce him that knocks him out for like an entire day uh, it's just so bad um and then the bending rules are really unclear i mean because if you look at like the waterbenders of the movie, it's can they control the water and everything? Can they control anything that is water, like snow or ice? And these aren't questions that are answered. They're just and 
answers that are questioned and it makes a frustrating movie experience when you don't get it i mean i'm not saying oh yeah that's dumb water bending isn't a thing well kind of going back to harry potter we accept that they can use magic that they can use magic through wands because it's a good natural environment of being in a school where the rules are taught and the rules actually are taught because in the show they put themselves of the good environment of Aang doesn't know the other elements so he needs to be taught them which works really well because then we as the audience learn to know these rules as Aang does as him and we progress through the show we don't get that because they don't have enough time because you can't fit an entire season of episodes into a single show. And then there's this, so they go to the like Northern Water tribe so that Aang can learn water and they're sparring and the CGI is awful. I think that goes without saying that very few bad movies don't have bad CGI. And then there's this, he's sparring with like a trainer guy, and the trainer guy's exact words are, use offense, Aang, or sorry, Ong, use offense, is a line that made it into a multi-million dollar movie. (laughs) Another problem that they had is that they keep switching but adding flaws and adding character motivation and this doesn't work because then the whole point of the character motivation or character flaw is that they have an arc in which they overcome that flaw or they kind of succeed whatever their motivation was but when they keep adding it on these characters can't have an arc i kind of thought to myself towards the end i don't know if i've seen a movie without a character arc before. I might have not just been been paying attention, but my God, does that show a level of just ignorance of storytelling and narrative structure. Ah, what else? Uh, The fire powers are really unclear. So for most of the film, actually, it's presented that they can only use it when there's fire around. Now, in the show, they can kind of make fire whenever. I, yeah, um, that's just kind of a difference. If that was one of the only things that was different between the show and the movie, it probably would have been fine, but it's just one of the hundred of things that went wrong. Um, but then, there's this one, like, fire guy that's swimming underneath the water, and he can warm up his fingers cold so it's not like he's channeling fire or something and then in another scene there's a guy that can just create fire out of nothing and i think there's one explanation of you can use your chi or something that's never explained exactly there are a lot of flips i was talking about the exaggerated and kind of numerous hand movements same logic with the flips and then when we actually get to kind of the third act, the last half of the third act is pretty much action. It's not fun to watch. It has this weird thing 
of slow-mo, zoom in on the main character, zoom back out, continue the slow-mo. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just looks really bad. You're already pretty uninterested because you don't care about anyone, because no one's given up time to be cared about. And then they kill off a character towards the end that we've known for about 10 minutes, or it felt like 10 minutes. It's interesting with bad movies like these because you feel like you learn stuff and get to know characters for 10 minutes, when in actuality, it's been an hour and nothing has happened. Four waterbenders that just come up and drown him. We don't know these waterbenders. I don't think we've ever we've even seen them before. Like, what a way to kill off your villain. It's kind of like if, rather than uh, spoilers for Return of the Jedi, I guess, if rather than Darth Vader being killed by the Emperor as he turns on him and saves his son. If he was just killed by four random uh, rebel troopers, and I am no way saying this guy is as good as a villain of Darth Vader, I'm just saying that's kind of what it feels like. You can't just have your main villain be killed off by people we don't know. Ugh, okay, I'm done talking about what happens in this movie. Let's get into why people hate it hated it, hate it, still hate it, and they will hate it. So, there's always going to be some backlash when you when you adapt a book, when you adapt a show, but when you adapt anything, because you already have a clear kind of clientele fan base. So, their expectations will understandably be high. So, not only did it kind of eliminate them from enjoying it, because it wasn't faithful enough, but weirdly enough, you also have to have known the show to get, there are a lot of subtle references to the show, a lot of like future nods to, oh, yeah, this is gonna happen next, and they were planning to make more of these, it's called like, the movie is labeled like book one, water, because the, the seasons of the show were book one, water, book two, earth, and book, book three, fire, so I mean, if you've ever watched a movie and been like, wow, they've really planned for a sequel, this last airbender will give you uh, that movie a run for its money. And then the whitewashing. There are very few characters that actually are either A, the same skin tone, or B, the same ethnicity. In fact, and the sad thing is, kind of the only ethnic characters are actually the villains. All the villains are ethnic. That's not good. That's not a good message. And then my Shyamalan, actually, like he, it, the dude is a person of color. You would have thought that he would, you would have got the importance of having accurate ethnicities with your casting, especially when it's based off of an existing property. So it was just. The whitewashing was a big thing of why people hated it. And you could tell that from the trailer. So this movie was probably, I wasn't, uh, what, 
came out 2010. I didn't really care about movies. I was eight when this came out. So, but I'm assuming that people kind of hated it from the trailer. Uh, anyways, so let's kind of break it down. One last discussion. Does this movie deserve the hate that it got? Yes. From the trailer, from the moment the trailer dropped, it deserved every ounce of hate. I was constantly looking for a scene that I could say, this was kind of cool, or I like this camera angle, or there's this one scene where even, not just like a prolonged fight scene, even just a scene where like, maybe someone does something cool with bending. Instead, we get six guys floating a rock. even by myself I was laughing at the horrible dialogue and action and so I imagine I'd have fun with a group of friends watching it thanks for listening as always please subscribe to or from wherever you're listening and uh, share it with your friends and family or anyone you think would be interested this kind of thing thanks (laughs) 